Well, good morning and welcome to our Monday morning motivational call. This is Senior Master Coordinator Jennifer Glacken, and I'm going to be your moderator and host for today's call. Um, as we roll into this week, and I was sharing for those of you who were on the call at the earlier portion of it, I, um, I just came back from my Thanksgiving event with my family, and so just feeling super grateful today. And I know as we roll into the rest of this week, I know that that will hopefully be the theme for all of us is just to be looking around at all of the things that we're grateful for. There's so much out there to be grateful for, and sometimes we focus on the things that we're not happy with versus the things that we are blessed with. So I hope everybody will have a chance to do that this week. Now, today's call is uh, not necessarily a unique call because every single week when we come together, we do business topics, we do personal um, development topics, we do product topics, and we're going to be talking about leadership specifically. But I want to tie that into something I say every time I run the call, you guys will probably roll your eyes a little bit here, but, you know, when, when we have a corporate job, and, you know, after I was just with my family this weekend and listening to, like, my brother-in-law lamenting about work and my, you know, some of the other family members that were there talking about their jobs, you know, you have to be some places at a certain time. There's somebody looking over your shoulder. So many of these people that work in corporate jobs don't want to be there. They want to get out. Now, there are lots of people who love what they do, and so I'm not talking to those folks here when I say this, but, you know, in Shackley, one of the blessings is that we get an opportunity to own our own business, decide who we want to work with, decide how many hours we want to work. And, and that really is a huge blessing, and yet there's a challenge with that. And the challenge is keeping ourselves on track and holding ourselves accountable to our goals. So that's part of why we come together on a Monday to, to actually focus in on our business and to get the week started off right. So from a leadership perspective, what I'd like you to think about is, how are you directing your people to come onto this call? How are you getting your folks engaged and involved in being here so that they can also start their week off right, so that they can also have their, their business cap on as we start into the week? So I mentioned that the topic this week is leadership, and I, I have a couple of very specific pieces around leadership that I want us to talk about. And I think that, you know, we, we, we talk about the eight-step pattern often, you know, in all the business steps, and obviously we can lead people through those business steps. As leaders, we train people how to build their business. As leaders, we teach and train people about nutrition and how to use the supplements. There's a lot of different pieces there, but I think it always goes back to our vision and how we communicate our vision, especially in light of what Roger's bigger vision is and how we all fit into that. And so why don't we just start there and talk a little bit about vision and really how do all of you see what you are doing day in and day out tying into what Roger has put out there as our bigger vision of really transforming sick care into well care. Does anybody have any thoughts around that about what you are personally doing within your group and your team to impact that? Hey, Jennifer, it's Lorene. Hey there, good morning. Good morning, good morning. I think one of the things um, that I do on a regular basis, which I feel very connected to and it's something you and I have talked about quite a bit, is really the, the blessing that we have of having such exquisite leadership with Roger. When you consider the vision of Dr. Shackley and the hands that Shackley is in right now, you know, just shining that light on on um, the division that has been created in transforming sick care to well care. For me, um, knowing that Roger is there and, 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 and bringing people back to 
really the support that we have and, and the leadership that we have um, uh, is something that I'm communicating on a regular basis, and I feel very, very connected to it. I, I don't think we could be in better hands when it comes to uh, the corporate, you know, a corporation or the corporation. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, and I think it's really important that we are out there communicating it on a daily basis and on a regular basis with our customers and with our business partners so that everybody can get the language down, that they can feel part of the movement, and that they can actually help to impact the direction that we're going in. So I'm glad to hear that, Lauren. Thank you for sharing. I also would like to share how you personally are fitting into the vision and how you're communicating it, how you're talking about it, how you feel about it, any of those pieces as far as the vision. Jennifer, this is Linda Courtney. Um, I think, hi. I think um, two things that uh, we have been focusing on are habits and our tribe, um, which certainly dovetails with the um, book that we're uh, reading together. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as habits, life is kind of a journey, and sometimes you realize that you've outgrown uh, some of the habits that you've been uh, holding on to. They might not be bad, but they might not be good enough. And so we are we're skilling up our habits. Um, we're becoming, we're trying to make some things more routine um, rather than just um, relying on motivation. Um, and we're also realizing that it is a movement and a journey and that that tribe morphs all the time. We're so grateful for the input that we have with, with all you guys um, that really helps us to um, uh, grow inside, too. Right, right. Well, it is. It's about that tribe. And you know what? I love that you brought up the habits piece because habits are either moving us forward or they're holding us back. And it really is important to analyze that and to sort of see, like, our, do our habits align with our goals and our vision and the move and the place and the direction we're going in? So awesome. Thank you. Who else would like to share something about either your vision, that piece of – I think a lot of times one of the things I hear from most folks on the team is that they're unsure of their vision and they're, they're having a difficult time wrapping their head around it, which I think is why – it's so nice that we can wrap our head around the bigger vision that Roger puts out there. If we can't align all of our own individual pieces into that vision just yet, that's fine. But at least we know the direction that we're going in ultimately. So I'd like to share about the vision for yourself or how you're utilizing that to lead your team. Our topic today is about leadership. Okay, we're going to move on to a different piece here, and please don't hesitate if you need to go back to the vision piece. You know, another way to think about goals and vision really is about setting standards for yourself within Shackley, and I think sometimes we don't set those standards, and this is sort of how our habits sort of roll along, and we we get into these habits of doing things that aren't necessarily moving our business in the right direction. You know, we've talked a lot about, you know, sponsoring and bringing in 10 new people every single month, and if we set that as a standard for ourselves, that we don't ever fall below 10 new people into our organization every single month, 
you'll see the natural growth happening month after month, year after year. That'll just it'll just keep going. You'll just have this steady stream of new growth, new business, new people to work with, new directors promoting out because you'll have new people to work with. So it's one standard. Um, I think many of us have heard over the years when Gary. Burke, um, former presidential master coordinator in Shackley, when he used to talk about finding two people and helping them get to director every year. That was a standard that he had set for himself in his business. So, you know, what standards do you have for yourself in Shackley? Where have you set your bar? Let's talk a little bit about that. Who's willing to share maybe some of the standards that you've set for yourself and for your team? that's also definitely a part of leadership is the standards that we're setting for our organization. Who's willing to share a standard that you've set? Hey, Jennifer, it's Laureen. Hey there. Hey. I think this is an amazing inquiry and um, just a testament also to how important these calls are each and every week because it's not that we, the, the topic that you, you're bringing to light here, it's not like we haven't heard it before, but really honing in and having focus on what exactly we are doing. And I think, <clears throat> I think um, for me, and I shared this the other day, um, hearing things over and over, but then actually implementing them. Like I have to say, as, as, as we're putting our business together in, in the beginning, I think a lot of us are throwing mud on the wall and seeing what shape our, our business takes, right? But right. when you set these standards that you're talking about and you're committed to them, and that's really what I want to talk about, is actually making sure the month doesn't go out without accomplishing one of these two standards that you're talking about, sponsoring 10 people in your business every month and or showing the plan, you know, 15 to 20 times within your organization and really getting committed to that. that that's the bar that I have set. And, again, heard it over and over, know it's there, and somehow, depending on when the crossroads come together, you're like, okay, I'm no more. Draw the line in the sand. This is the way it's going to be going off, you know. So I want to thank you for, for bringing this up and 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 you know having us become accountable to to these to these standards that make make a difference in where your business will be or grow or how it will grow. Well, and it does. And I, you know, I hear so often people come to me and they'll say, well, you know, my business isn't where I want it to be, or I haven't had the growth that I'm trying to have. And, and literally, you can go back and open up somebody's calendar and you can see why it's grown or why it hasn't grown. And that goes back to how many times you're showing the plan. And you can go back through somebody's organization. You can look month after month after month and see how many people they're sponsoring. And right there, you can see another reason why their business is either growing or declining. And, you know, we talk about maintenance a lot. I hear people say, well, I'm just trying to maintain right now. And there really is no such thing as maintenance because when you think about it, you're either moving forward or you're moving backward. It's really hard to stand still and just in life in general. Um, you know, I've seen different people at speaking events when they talk about personal development and they talk about standing still. They talk about you're either climbing up the ladder or you're going down the ladder. You can't just stand on one rung. You usually fall backwards. You fall off the rungs. So, you know, we're either, we are either moving forward or we are moving backwards, and our calendar and 
the number of people that we're bringing into the business show us conclusively why that's happening. It's a matter of making sure that we're aware of it and we are looking at it, focused on it. Just as you were bringing up the word calendar, Linda was flipping through her calendar, just kind of critiquing where we were. Mm -hmm. Are you going to share? (laughs) (laughs) Sort of, kind of. We have recently um, committed to a weekly preview and a weekly review uh, of what our goals are and then how we match them, which is something that we should have been doing all along, but we haven't. But uh, I think you've often said the speed of the leader will be the speed of the team. Um, Mm -hmm. And, of course, the team is often not going to exceed the leader. It's going to lag behind. Um, And that is really um, the crux of the matter. When, When we're squishy, about what it is that we're going to do this week, um, and and uh, then we feel bad about last week's goals not being met. Um, we don't communicate that enough, so we need we really need to have that, you know, at the forefront and to be accountable. And that has to do with the habits too, rather than just be motivated, motivated, motivated. Like you know, I'm going to do it now. Um, Anyway, we do have, you know, we have people, uh, prospects, follow-up, member, distributor, sponsorships, and auto-ships that we um, number and write down every month, uh, every week. And then um, different things, the, the events and the builder and recap contacts. Very good. So those are the standards that you're setting for yourself, or those are the standards that are the, the topics or areas that you're, you're tracking? Uh, both, I would say, we we set the standard on Monday, and then we pick up all the pieces on Friday and say, <laughs> okay, we're going to do better this next uh, <laughs> next week. Or actually, you know, it also when you're when you're writing it down, then you know what holes you have and what you need to fix, um, so that nobody gets you know um, slips through the cracks. Right. I think uh, as far as this is a kind of just a a new standard for us is not letting things go um, past 24 to 48 hours with anybody. Um, And we have been guilty of that in the past just because life happens while you're planning something else. So that's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. It really is, isn't it? I think that, you know, whatever standards we fit, set for ourselves, it's about holding ourselves accountable to those standards and then communicating those standards within our organization. I'll never forget going to all of Gary Burke's conferences out in Chicago um, when I was first starting my business. He would do a January leadership conference, and I would go, and I'd listen to him year after year after year. He talked about developing two directors, develop two directors, and he also talked about sponsoring a minimum of 10 new people every single month. And those became my standards that I set within my business. And then as the years went on, I set volume requirements for myself. I, my personal group volume never falls below 10,000. That's the standard I set for myself years and years ago, and I've maintained that. You know, it's, it's about what standards are we setting, setting for our business, and then how are we communicating that within the organization? Because 
like you said, the speed of the leaders, the speed of the team. So are we letting people know? Because if it's all internal and we've got these standards within our business, but we never communicate that within our organization, our team won't know really what to do and what the standards are. Like what should they be shooting for? And I'll never forget when Gary Burke said that he really wished someone had said to him to promote three or four directors a year because his business would have grown so much faster had he done that. And so really think through the standards that you're setting for yourself. Are you setting something that's too low? Like are you putting the bar? I've had people say to me, well, I'll bring in two new people into my business every month. Well, that's way below the five that's recommended for barely maintenance. You know, like that's what, and I, and I just talked about maintenance before, so I'm sorry I'm using that word again because it's a little confusing. But we, we say that if you bring in five new people a month, that it'll be challenging to, to keep the volume that you have been building consistently to just maintain that volume. Um, and so if somebody's going to bring in two new people a month, that's well below the five just for keeping your volume where it's at. So when you want growth, you've got to really look at what the standards are that you're setting for yourselves. And, and so we, we know that 10 new people into your business every single month, into your personal group every single month, is a key marker. And doing 15 to 20 plans a month, which means sitting down with people and sharing the full Shackley picture. Not calling people to, to set up the appointment, but actually sitting down with 15 to 20 people every single month to share the full picture. Those are the markers. Hmm. Who else would like to talk a little bit about standards? Anybody else want to share maybe some thoughts around standards? Anything that you want to share about your own standards that you've set for yourself? Okay, I want to move on to a different piece of leadership here. Since our topic this morning, I know for those of you who have been falling in towards the end of the call, you might be saying, well, gosh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about leadership, really, and how are we leading our teams effectively? And we started out with talking a little bit about vision. We've talked a little bit about standards. And I want us to think about inspiration now because as leaders, we can't really inspire and motivate other people, but we can share stories that create inspiration in people because once somebody does get inspired, especially around this business, and if they know how to stay inspired, they will create results that will knock this business out of the park. I mean, they really, really will. It's the people who are inspired for a short period of time and then they get sort of lulled into boredom and they just kind of plug along. Those people aren't going to have the massive growth that they want, but it's about getting inspired and staying inspired and then how do we teach our team to do the same thing? What types of stories are we putting people in front of? Are we encouraging people to listen to podcasts and listen to stories in the network marketing world? Or, you know, what, what are we doing that's helping people get inspired and stay inspired? So I'll stop there and let you guys share a little bit about what your thoughts are on that topic. While you're thinking, I'll, I'll give a couple extra nuggets here. You know, people always ask me, you know, how do you motivate somebody? I can't get someone motivated on my team. They're not motivated to do anything. And, and so that's always a struggle, especially when people are newer in the business and they've sponsored their first business partner or, you know, somebody buys that, that um, you know, the distributor welcome pack and people are like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be my first director. And, you know, the only way to really motivate someone is by your, you being personally inspired and sharing that inspiration because the way you transfer that is just by painting a clear picture of where you're going and what you're doing. And I'll go back to when I first started building my business. Um, 
you know, we'd had a layoff in the family, and so I, I was really clear that my kids, we needed food on the table, needed to pay the bills, and no matter what, I was going to make that happen. And I knew my bottom line dollar of how much I needed to earn, and I knew where I was going on the compensation structure. When I first started, you know, I was trying to get to director and then senior director and, you know, climb the, the ladder of success, but I was really working for senior coordinator income. That was what I needed to get to initially. When I sat down, everybody I sat down with, I talked about, I'm going to senior coordinator. That's what I'm building. I'm going to be earning $3,000 a month. I'm going to have a car payment. I'm going to have a trip. You know, I was, I was in, and I didn't say it the way I'm saying it to you guys right now, but I really painted a picture of where I was going, why I was going there, how I was going to, I was owning my own life. I was going to create this future. It was my plan B because plan A hadn't worked with the corporate job. And I was very, very clear. But it also became compelling because of my passion. And that's what inspired other people. They were inspired to create their own vision of what the income could mean for them and where they wanted to go. So I'll go back to the, the original question, which is, you know, what are you doing in terms of inspiration for your team? How are you helping your team get inspired and stay inspired? How are you teaching them to do that? Jennifer, it's Lorene. Hey. I, I love this inquiry, and, you know, one of the things um, that I learned a few years ago um, was when you ask somebody how they are, they'll tell you if you give them an ear. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just like you just shared about where you came from uh, around how you got going with Shackley, you know, I, I'm very connected to the fact that I never got a phone call around this opportunity or any other opportunity. So this was something that I pursued. And in sharing my truth with people, it encourages them to share where they're at. And I think when we really get real with where we're at and where others are at, that's, that's the place where we can really help people, which, of course, helps us too. So, um, you know, one of the things that I... I'm pretty clear on is, is being transparent about, you know, why I was looking for a business and, um, and how, how the value that Shackley has created for me, you know, uh, in, in that inquiry. And, Lorraine, I have to share, out, out of a, a lot of folks on the team, that you are really very good at con conveying why you're so passionate about this opportunity. And I think it's because of what you just said. You're really in tune with the fact that no one called you and offered you this network marketing opportunity. You were looking. You were looking for a way out of the situation you were in. You were looking for financial possibilities. And we talk so often on these calls about people are home praying for what we have to offer, that people are literally at night praying. They're going to bed. They're going, oh, my gosh, please, God, show me a way. Show me something different. How can I get out of the situation I'm in? And we offer a, an opportunity for people. We offer the vehicle for people to get out of the debt they're in, out of the situation they're in, if they're, you know, underemployed, if they're unemployed. And I know with the, the employment statistics right now that most people can get a job, it's whether they have a job that they love and are inspired by, which is really the challenge. But you know something, Maureen, I think that's a piece of why you're so good at conveying it is because you didn't have somebody call you. 
And too often, those of us here on this call, we all were called. All of us were given that opportunity. Somebody was telling us about it. And so we forget that there are people out there who are praying and that we really need to reach out to more and more people and keep sharing this opportunity because people are desperately seeking what we offer. I I appreciate you saying that. And just one other thing I just want to shine a light on today on this call is the the thread was so thin that you would come into my life and that I would meet you. Mm -hmm. Like it so shouldn't have happened. And that's why it's so important that we do make the phone calls because you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. You don't know who's on their hands and knees at night. And when you think about the transformation of what this vehicle can create, it's really mind-blowing when you think about it. And, and, and if, like anything else, if you treat it with respect, it will, it will provide, right? And that's what mm-hmm. we're working on each and every week. So I, I just want to thank you. And um, really, um, I'm just so grateful that I didn't stop searching. And I am too. You, you, know, you, you, you look at the connections that you have within your business and within the organization and the friendships that you build, and if we take time to do the visualization and to dream big and to dream about the people that we want on our team and the, the connections we want to have, that we have some people on our team that we want to spend time with all the time. And I am enormously blessed that when I look at my organization, I go down the list of people and I don't get enough time with any of the folks in my organization. I want more time because I have such amazing people that I get a chance to work with. So we want to, in our heads, build it first and create it in our heads so that we can go out and find what we're looking for. But we have to remember that it's our story. It's the possibility of what Shackley creates that drives people. So don't forget to think through how is your story compelling? Are you telling your story enough? And if your story isn't as compelling as maybe you'd like it to be, we have loads of stories within Shackley that we can use. You know, if any of you have listened to Neri Vin's story when she came over from Cambodia with just a couple of suitcases, and that was it. Um, I mean, my goodness, listen to Tony and Debbie Underwood's story about how they came to the U.S. And, and what they've built. There's, there's so many stories out there of people who have had this opportunity transform their life. And we just have to go out and share that. And if you're struggling right now, maybe you're on the call and you're thinking, well, gosh, how do I make sure that I keep myself inspired? Please, please, please carve out some time each day and make part of your standard that you listen to network marketing podcasts every day for 10 or 15 minutes. I'm not asking you to do a lot, like not hours and hours, but go to the Eric Worre and GoPro information. He's got a load of podcasts where you can listen to little clips of people who've had success in this industry and watch 10, 15 minutes a day. It'll take you a little while to get through some of the podcasts because some are longer, but what it's going to do is it's going to keep your head in this industry and in this business every single day And it's also going to inspire and motivate you. And one last thing I just have to share, which is a Shackley housekeeping item, and then we'll let everybody go, is that there are some changes coming from our Federal Drug Administration here in the U.S. about labeling and daily values on labels. And so you're going to be seeing some updates and changes to the Shackley labels, and it's all based on some of the federal government requirements. It's going to be starting, I believe the label updates have to be in place by January one. 
Um, and so Shackley's in the process of working through some of that, how it has to be on the label, the size of the font, certain things that have to be on there versus other things. And so I just wanted to give you that little nugget before we go here. So have a fabulous Shackley week. I'm so grateful to be partnered with each and every one of you, and I'm really looking forward to um, continuing out the rest of this year and, of course, going into next year. I hope all of you will join us tomorrow on our book club. If you don't know, have the info about the book club, go over to the Team Black and Facebook page. It's up in the announcements section. Have an amazing day and an amazing week, everybody. We'll talk to you same time, same place next Monday. Goodbye now.